Welcome in another edition of Mile High Magazine here. I am Murphy Houston. Happy Sunday morning, everybody. Glad you're here. And joining me today is Karen Radman, the Executive Director of the Colorado Music Hall of Fame. And Karen, welcome to Mile High Magazine today. Thank you so much, Murphy. Happy to be here. I'm so excited to talk about this place, Colorado Music Hall of Fame, because I'm, I bet more people don't know we even have a Colorado Music Hall of Fame than should know. And I've been there several times. It's a neat place what you guys have done. It's at Red Rocks. But let's let's talk about the history of this, how it started, what's going on, and maybe more people will come up as they should. Great. Yes. So Colorado Music Hall of Fame is a nonprofit organization. Um, we uh, were founded in 2011. Um, so it's been a while now, over 10 years. Yeah. And we were founded initially by um, Chuck Morris, legendary concert promoter here right. in Colorado. That's um, true. And it, uh, yeah, yeah, a number of other um, uh, volunteers from the music industry and the community um, were still mostly a volunteer-run organization. Um, I'm the only staff member. And uh, we've been inducting um, musicians music industry professionals, um, music venues, and organizations into the Colorado Music Hall of Fame since 2011. We have about 50 inductees to date. Um, Had a little bump over here with the COVID uh, timing. Uh, So we just are inducting, we just finished inducting our 2021 class. um, And moving on to 2023, we, we skipped 2022. Well, it's a great place to go, and it's right there at Red Rocks in the um, in the main. That's it's that's, is that considered the main building right there by the parking lot where you are? Um, so we are we are located in the training post of right. Red Rocks Amphitheater, um, and we share space with the Red Rocks gift shop. So the space, the museum space, is free and open to the public um, 363 days a year. Um, we have some really fantastic exhibits with memorabilia from these different inductees that we've talked about. Uh, John Denver, uh, Barry Fay, uh, Firefall, Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, members of Earth, Wind, and Fire, um, and many, many more. Um, and, um, and last year we did a, a refresh of the exhibits and um, added some new ones. We added bilingual exhibits. So the new, all the new exhibits are in both English and Spanish um, and uh, kind of changed things up a little bit to, to just uh, fresh the space. Yeah, and, what, and, and you made physical changes then, probably since I've been. I haven't seen they've been there for, well, because of COVID, probably for a couple of years. And so yeah. you've, you've really changed the exhibit, and people that have been there should know that. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, we've, We added um, uh, the 2017 Jazz Masters and Beyond class and um, have some really cool artifacts in there from um, Philip Bailey, an outfit that he wore back in the 70s. Um, we have um, uh, a really cool peg stick that Charles Burrell, who's considered the Jackie Robinson of classical music, um, hand carves to put his upright bass on. Um, well, that's and, pretty and cool. Have, yeah, that, <laughs> that's a, there's some really neat stuff from Charlie. And, um, you know, Charlie, just on an aside, is, is 102 years old. Oh, my. And Yeah, and he, um, he was, came out to the Trading Post um, for his 101st birthday, 
and before we had um, before we had done the the refresh, and he saw you know this space, and then he donated some um, artifacts for the the refresh, and then he came out last summer and saw the refresh. Uh, it was really exciting to have him there. Oh, I'll bet that's amazing. One hundred and two, and he's still doing stuff. Holy he's cow! Still out and about. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's a real character. Love that guy. And uh, what other little displays have you changed? Because I haven't seen that one. I have not seen that one. Yeah, so we we added a timeline um, so that you can kind of see from 2011 all the way through, at that point, 2021, um, all the inductees that we've inducted. And then we also added new exhibits uh, for the Going Back to Colorado class, which was our 2019 class that included... Tommy Bolin, um, Zephyr, Otis Taylor, Freddie and Henchy, Tony Spicola, and Wendy uh-huh. Kale. Some good local talent right there. Yeah, well, absolutely. I'm telling you, it's so historical. I guess maybe because I'm in radio and the music business, and I have been for many, many years. It's just amazing to see how many local talents we have in Colorado that are there at the museum. Yeah, yeah, there really, there really are. I mean, um, Colorado is just been a wealth of music culture for you know for the last over 100 years you know our our oldest uh, class is the 20th century pioneers that includes glenn miller um who's from colorado and um, max max morath um and uh, paul whiteman another big band orchestra ragtime um so you know it goes it dates all the way back to the turn of the you know, previous century. And it's so historical because just like you mentioned, Glenn Miller, how many people even know that Glenn Miller's from Colorado and what a name he's got in the music business? Holy cow. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Well, we're, we're doing our best to try to get more people aware that, uh, that we have this incredible history and that we're also continuing to create history um, in Colorado. And one of the changes that the hall of fame um, did last year is we, we adopted a new mission statement um, to celebrate, promote, and support Colorado's music community. And this year, we're going to um, be launching an ad campaign to just spread the word about Colorado music and get more people out there, um, you know, to venues and to local shows and, um, and, uh, and to Colorado Music Hall of Fame's museum up at Red Rocks. So what's the big nomination for 2023 now that you're back at it? Well, we have um, Big Head Todd and the Monsters. Oh, and cool. Hazel Miller. Oh. Being in, yeah, being inducted um, in June at Red Rocks. Um, and, uh, and then our board of directors, uh, we're working on uh, more than likely having another induction in fourth quarter. But that's still TBD. Well, those are, those are two big names. I mean, Hazel Miller, I've done some stuff with her. She is the nicest person you ever want to meet. And I'm sure you probably know that already, but she's... Oh, yeah, she is absolutely lovely. And it was just, it was really delightful to call her and let her know that she was being um, inducted. She was absolutely beside herself. It was just, you know, so... It was just, it was, it was absolutely an adorable conversation. Oh, I'll bet. I always call her, and, and to her face when I've emceed events with her, the Aretha Franklin of Denver. Yes, she um, is, isn't she? Oh, there's no doubt in my mind. The way she handles herself on stage, the way she sings, when it, then when she covers an Aretha song, it's like, whoa. It's <laughs> Aretha reincarnated right here in Denver. 
And, yeah. and she gets so blushing shy when I say that. It's Aretha Franklin. Admit it. Hazel, you're top. That's it. <laughs> She's so humble um, oh. and incredibly yes. talented, um, you know, and has uh, had a, you know, a musical career for, you know, since the 80s um, here in Colorado. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. I'm just curious, as you go through all these inductions, and I'm sure you've been there for, through many of them, how do the talents, are they humble? Are they like, oh, yeah, I should have been here a long time ago? I mean, yeah. <laughs> how, how is that? No, I mean, I well, so I, I've been the executive director since the beginning of 2020. Um, so, to, you know, we, we had the 2021 class that uh, was disrupted. You know, previous sure. to 2021, we had – um, had a big induction concert where we would have all the talent um, that was uh, that was being inducted, you know, together in one space. And that that induction class of 2021, the Flatiron Sessions, we just we it kept getting canceled and rescheduled, and because right. of COVID, and um, and so it was it was a really different uh, model. We ended up inducting each of them um, at their own shows. Um, and not having our having the Hall of Fame event. So for me personally, I've only dealt with that class and with Big Head Todd and the Monsters and Hazel Miller um, because I've I started in 2020 right. and um, and the you know the ones that I have they've all been very humbled and very appreciative of the recognition, um, which is great. You know it's it you know we it, it helps it helps Colorado. Um, I feel by being able to share these incredible legends, both, you know, both, you know, in front, on the stage and behind the scenes. Absolutely. Um, you know, cause, because our focus isn't just on the, the musicians and the talent, but, but, you know, folks like you, Murphy, you mm. know, that, that have been doing this for decades and uh, promoting music and Colorado music. Absolutely. It's been my pleasure. It's so much fun. And it's fun to meet the local talents. And and most of them, the ones I've dealt with, and there's a few, they're humble, and they're a, yes. appreciative of their success, and very appreciative of the, the support from Colorado music fans all across the state. Very well said. I, I have absolutely heard that from every single one of the inductees over the last you know two years. Is that they are so appreciative of their Colorado support system, their fans. Oh, they are. Well, what's the criteria? Well, by the way, let me, this is Karen Radman, who's the executive director of the Colorado Music Hall of Fame, and I could talk to you all day. I just love the conversation. <laughs> I love the museum. It's just so special to see it, and it's in a, in a real memorable part of Colorado at the Red Rocks, which, you know, almost every artist in the country, or maybe the world, at one time, they want to perform at Red Rocks. They know the reputation, the quality of that performance area, and then to get them part of the Music Hall of Fame, it's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and uh, you know, Red Rocks has been um, named the most visited venue, in, music venue, in the, or amphitheater in the world um, oh. for the I think for the last two years now. Um, so yes, one hundred percent. It's an incredible location. Um, we're we're so honored and thankful to the city of Denver for allowing us to have space there at the Trading Post. Um, um, and then back to your question about inductions. Um, we uh, the criteria for inducting is that for musicians they have to have um, you know been performing for at least a decade. Um, they have to have had um, some kind of 
you know, either if it's not global, it's it's statewide impact. Right. Um, um, it, you know, it, it's it, and then for for others. So it's not just musicians, as I mentioned, music industry professionals. They have to have been um, working in the music industry in Colorado again for for minimally a decade. Most of our um, most of our inductees, it's been several decades. Sure. Um, and, um, and and have to have you know have really you know kind of turned the turned the, the volume on on Colorado music in some way um, you know, music venues that have been um, you know been uh, uh, producing music uh, and concerts for you know for a long time right. um, have had a, you know a, a real impact on, on our state's culture um, and then uh, music organizations like Swallow Hill. That um, has been around for a number of years, and you know helps educate um, both youth and adults sure. in learning how to play music. Outstanding! I think you should put a whole wing on about radio guys that have been around. <laughs> I I know we you know so far we've uh, we have K I M N Radio uh, that was inducted back in uh, let's see what year was that in 2012 so the second year and then. KBCO, which was inducted in 2018, but we're not done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we've been a lot of us been around doing this for a lot of us uh, doing this for a long time. So, how do people find more information about the place up there, Karen? You must have a website. Yes, C M H O F dot org. So the acronym for Colorado Music Hall of Fame, um, and uh, and and let me note that uh, on our website. Anyone can induct, I mean induct, sorry, nominate inductees. Sure. So if there's someone that you feel like deserves this honor, um, get on our website, go to the nominate page and uh, fill out a quick little form. And that gets automatically you know, put into our list um, for review by our board of directors. That's exciting. I bet there's some people out there with some ideas. Absolutely. We would love, we would love more input from the community. And again, it doesn't cost anything to go to the museum because somebody's going to ask me that. No, nope, nope, nope. And it's and it is open every day except for Christmas and Thanksgiving. See? Uh, so get your kids up there. Check it's, it out. It's educational, music education, right there. Well, Karen Radman, executive director, Colorado Music Hall of Fame. Thanks for the time on Mile High Magazine. Thank you so much for this. This has been lovely talking to you, Murphy. Yeah, you too, Karen. Indeed, and you guys too. Now it's Mile High Magazine. Hang out. We got more coming up. We'll be right back.